0: Those weird, oh, like you mean, the Morlocks, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was so happy to see Star Wars Morlocks, yeah. Go figure they'd be on Mandalore.
1: Who would have thought? Yeah. Somewhere Whoa. deep down there, there's a time machine floating around. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Already podcast. Where we fashion ourselves television, judge and jury. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co host, Alec Burgess. Line i know it's weird right let, let, let's get it <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in go ahead and hit that follow subscribe like bell notification button uh tell a friend about us uh tell everyone about us tell people in your dreams about us we like those people too so uh and then if your people are those people in your dreams are real people even better tell them after you wake up in real life but uh yeah Welcome. Thanks for joining us, uh, live or otherwise. We're here to talk about The Mandalorian, Season 3, Episode 2. There's too many seasons and episodes in my head right now because of the shows we're watching that I'm like... Mandalorian, I'm Chapter 18. Yeah, there you go, Chapter <laughs> 18. Um, Fixed it. Yeah. What was the it, the Minds of Mandalore, Derland? Jeez. Straightforward? Yeah, Simple. pretty cut and See, I remember. Yep. <laughs> I enjoyed it. what do you think of this episode, JJ? Dude, I loved it. There were so many deep cut things in this that like it was back to like first step, first season of Mandalorian for me, where like the deep cut lore and the stuff you're not expecting to see. I mean, all the way from, you know, you get R5, which they've confirmed is the droid from a new hope hit the bad motivator at the beginning that Luke, had, Luke's uncle Owen originally picked and that, my guy r2 replaced and like so it's just yeah i mean and then you get i mean you got character new types of characters introduced with the the alamites those weird oh, like you mean the morlocks yeah <laughs> exactly. i was so happy to
0: see star wars morlocks
1: yeah go figure they'd be on mandalore who would have thought yeah somewhere deep down there, there's a time machine floating around. Uh, <laughs> that's how they're going to go back and erase the first, the, the tr- sequel trilogy. <laughs> it's the time machine. Uh, shit. That's funny. Um, yeah. And then I'm always happy when you get so many references from like the clone wars and uh, rebels though, this time there was a lot from rebels last episode. This episode was mostly the clone wars um like you have the oh god what a book tan one i mean she's huge from both uh series but uh you also get the mention of the capital and then you get to see like what was really cool was seeing like the live action and even though it was like trashed and it you know you could tell it was like worn out and breaking down like that the capital city there that we've seen in the animated version before the purge yeah seeing Sundari was cool
0: very cool but it really shows the effect of fusion bombing which is nice because up to this point we really haven't seen what fusion bombing means Mm -hmm. um but this let us know that it is no joke yeah um yeah and you know nobody's going back to mandalore anytime soon
1: <laughs> no and they got a All lot of, of work Bo-Katan's to do and hopes and dreams are gone yeah well and that's an interesting dynamic of the show too because you see uh, well there's a couple things but bo Katan being there like even though you she can be on the planet and you know, technically, she could, in a way, retake her home because it's not really retaking it until he, you find out until the end. But, like, you, they could go be there. There's nothing left. They'd have to rebuild. They'd have to get rid of all this green shit glass that's there. But, like, she has no – it's almost like – and it's interesting for Boca Katan because she was always just this very proud – strong character and she's she's kind of broken right now and i realize the, the from season two like where that comes from but at the same time like but then you see the hope in the mandalorian dinjarin where you know he's found what he's looking for he's on mandalore he's able to get to the the waters that he needs to bathe himself in and redeem himself so it's quite the juxtaposition between these two characters and kind of where they're at but i'm liking their well, what I'm really liking is uh, Bo-Katan and Grogu. Like, that relationship's hilarious. What are you looking at? <laughs> oh, your audio's not working, buddy. Audio's not working? Am I back? There you go. Now you're
0: back. Okay. Shoot, I think I just unplugged myself for a second. Whoopsie. Probably with good theme, but I was just going to say, like, that whole kind of Grogu going to save the day um, was really cool. Yeah. Mando was a damsel in distress this entire episode. Yeah, he was kind of worthless. Finish, he was he was one hundred percent worthless. Yeah. Um. So it was cool getting to see Grogu, and it wasn't Grogu who saved the day. It was Grogu going to get help from Bo-Katan to save the day, mm-hmm. which was also kind of cool because we know she's a badass from the uh,
1: animated series. Hell yeah! Well, and I love too like the fact that she gives kudos to grogu like she's like oh he's tougher than he looks like your kid here came and found me he's it's pretty cool um dude what was this like uh general grievous looking thing i have no idea that shit was creepy figured it was some
0: morlock that got mutated by a fusion bomb
1: well you know what's crazy is it looked like it had like wings Like Robo Wings that it had built. So I'm wondering if it was maybe like a Geonosian, like one of the bugs, you know, because they were, they're like tech people. Technically, they did the designs for the Death Star. They, you know, there was a lot of. Yeah, they're tech nerds. Yeah. So I could see them using it, but I was like, plus they met Grievous. They were around. So I was like, oh boy. I was like, that's an interesting concept that we could be looking at a general grievous copycat here. And it was creepy.
0: Yeah. It was, it was terrifying. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit confused because right off the bat, I thought this was like somebody's uh patsy, mm. right? The hired muscle. Um, yeah. And it just turned into be a different life form. So now it begs the question, are we going to see more or is this just a one-off? We need a scary, creepy villain that
1: we can get rid of really easily and boom. Yeah. And creepy bug guy with robo tubes coming out of him. That, But I was like, Oh shit, they're sucking the life right out of freaking the Mando here. It's like, that's kind of weird. And it didn't look like it was its first rodeo. It had oh. a lot of Mandalorian helmets
0: down there. Yeah. In it's cave. It's quite the collection of yeah. stuff going on there. So you have to think he's at least done it once or twice. Uh, maybe picked up the other helmets along the way. But that was definitely a, a creepy moment for sure.
1: Yeah. And I, th- I think his like big robot freaking spider suit was pretty badass, though. That was cool. I do think it's interesting that Bo-Katan can handle And we knew that she could. But like watching her handle the Darksaber because she doesn't. And then, you know, you-, you still get to see Din Djarin and his clunky ass. Can't manage that thing. It's hilarious. It's like it weighs 10 times as much when he's throwing it around. (laughs) I love it. I mean, but I'm excited. Like, I hope the two of them interact the whole season. Like, I hope this is like an entire season of Bo-Katan and Dan and, like, taking back. Like, I think it would be cool if, for the most part, they just kind of stayed there. And the whole idea is how do we bring together what's left of the mandalorians on mandalore you know what i mean
0: we gotta play nice with death watch and uh din jaren is still very much brainwashed oh for sure um even after meeting the mythosaur yeah the mythosaur mythosaur makes an appearance and you'd think maybe that would knock him loose a little bit but nope
1: He's still uh, 100% Death watching. I think it's going to go the other way. because Oh, you do? Yeah, because there was uh, one of the big things, and they kind of mentioned it in the intro to the episode, like the rollback to previ- the previous episodes. Well, I shouldn't say previous episodes of this show. It was a previous episode in the Book of Boba Fett where the Armorer talked about the fact that there was a, a Mythosaur that would rise on... So it's on uh, Mandalore. So it's one of their, whatever that word is prophecies. Prophecies. Yeah. And so, and I'm assuming that Bo-Katan knows a little bit about the watch and the children of the watch and all that craziness. So I'm wondering because she used to be part of death watch. So I'm sure she knows the histories and the, all that stuff. So, I'm wondering if the fact that she just saw a living, ginormous mythosaur on Mandalore, if maybe she's going to kind of lean more towards the Death Watch going back to it, because she used to be part of it. And that really kind of solidifies at least a piece of their craziness, right? To a degree.
0: At least they haven't forgotten the old magic and the old prophecies, right? Yeah. Um, So here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. And this came up when I was talking to one of my coworkers today about uh, this episode (laughs) was, do we think Bo-Katan's gonna kind of come out of her, for lack of better word, depression mode and try and tame said Mythosaur? Because that's what the first Mandalore did. Right. And that Mm -hmm. was part of that engraving. So maybe, you know, forego the dark saber and ruling through that way and instead getting a pet mythosaur to do the exact same thing
1: yeah i mean it would be hard press not to think a little bit of that because like i mean like you said that's a big uh, and you know the mythosaur uh, well because again a big dragon kind of yeah like it's they're big but that one's really big I I don't know because here's here's the kind of thing. There's my one problem, and I go back to Disney splitting the canon, right? Because there's old canon. This sucks. I know. There's old canon that where the Mythosaurs were talked about, and we talked about the Mandalore people, um, spelled a little different, but like they did. They rode them, they were, you know, they, they and then the Disney one. We haven't really talked too much about the Mythosaurs since the revamped. So again, here's these guys bringing it back. But I wouldn't be surprised if that. I'd like to. I think I need to go back and try to listen to the whole, uh, thing about the Mythosaur and the on Mandalore and how it plays into the Death Watch philosophy or whatever. But yeah, like it wouldn't surprise me if you now have bo and a death walk, or in the with the because that gives her the opportunity to like the Mandalore of old or the great Mandalore or what was the other one the Mandalore the ultimate from the Knights of the Old Republic where the mythosaur was such a fabled creature in the myth in the Mandalorian you know world and their their culture it wouldn't surprise me if she uses that to come back into power And I'm sure Din would help her because he doesn't want to be in power. He just wants to do his thing. So, yeah, I don't know. My big fear is that she turns on his ass to try to get the Darksaber again.
0: I mean, there was a perfect opportunity to do that. It's fair. Early in this episode. It's fair. (laughs) Uh, So something I was confused on was Mm -hmm. actually during this whole Mythosaur thing uh, because Din looks like he gets yanked, just yoinked to the bottom of this lake. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the Mythosaur just kind of lets him go when Bo-Katan comes down to get him.
1: I don't think he was yanked. I think he still had most of his armor on. And I thought the idea, I don't think they knew that this thing had caved in like that. Oh, okay. So I
0: was looking and I was like. You just yank him to the bottom of the leg and then let him go. What's the point?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think the idea was because back in the day and they showed it the, like she talked about, you used to just walk out into the waters and you could walk out. It wasn't like it was that deep. And but so I think what's happened is is in within the mines, there was like a cave in, or it's you know, it's eroded over time, and then the bombing shook some things loose. And so when he was walking out there, the bottom just dropped out and his armor yanked him to the bottom and that's okay. why that yeah. makes a
0: lot more sense because i was sitting there wondering why this mythical dragon that evidently doesn't want to be found just lets a couple mandalorians
1: off the hook yeah yeah that's why i think that's what it was and they i don't think it had anything to do with the mythosaur as to why he went down i think you just dumbass didn't realize that there's no floor in there anymore so he just <laughs> sank like a rock because i kept looking i was like Uh, I realize you can't take the helmet off, but you might want to take the rest off. Like, there's no way that shit's light. (laughs) But, yeah, so you just kind of blunk like a rock. (laughs) All right. But it was cool visually seeing that thing. And, like, you just got enough to get the visual that the face does look like what's on that, you know, the big one that's made out of the... Beskar that's with the armor in her shop, and then you have, uh, of course, um, Boba Fett's armor and the shoulder that has the the marking of the the mythosaur. So, I thought that was so cool when it turned, and you're like, oh shit, look at that! There it is, finally.
0: Mm. Um, so Static. yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I I do have to wonder, and this is maybe just a personal thing on a little bit of the pacing. Mm um with the show and it's not that it's a bad thing yeah right but i i do wonder about all the kind of side errands he's running mm-hmm. like you know he's after this ig mind component for the droid but then you know oh okay never mind i'll just take the astromech yeah like okay why and then the astromech can't scan the toxins in the atmosphere from the ship it's got to go down and get attacked by star wars morlocks (laughs) only to come back to the ship and then scan the atmosphere for toxins yeah so uh, there's just stuff that didn't make sense to me um as a way to kind of progress the story along so i was curious if you had any similar thoughts completely different thoughts or if i'm just pulling
1: the mats in i don't know. Um, it's kind of twofold for me because one of the things that's always kind of been a little unnerving or weird about this show is that the it's like a giant side quest bunch of side quests with like little pieces hey it's gray what's up what's up gray viva pedro that's right (laughs) um yeah so i so i get what you're saying i think they just didn't do a good job explaining the droid. I think he did the scans when he went down got his ass beat by some more Star Wars Morlocks and then showed the readings from being under there. Not that he read it on top of the surface. They just didn't explain it very well. But the other pieces I'm what makes me worried. So most of this show is like side quests. And then there's one or maybe four episodes out of eight or nine that are main storyline, right? This one what are they blowing their load too quick because we've had two main storyline episodes. And to me, it's almost like the whole IG 11, which I appreciate that they've given up on that. Cause they don't actually need IG 11. And I didn't want them to actually bring IG 11 back. Like, cause that it kind of defeats the purpose of that character sacrifice. If he comes back now, the moment in the first episode was really funny when they took the parts that were his off the statue. And it's just like the, copper part still standing there but i'm i kind of hope they don't as much as i liked ig11 like i liked the fact that he sacrificed himself for krogu and i don't i don't need him to come back i liked r4 or r5 but
0: yeah yeah. that was funny but it's just like why do we need that now because this ig storyline has kind of taken up a big chunk of screen time yeah and then we just kind of find out that oh well you know if you could use the astromech one that saves you a trip I mean that's a lot of space miles that you gotta go a lot of time you're taking up uh, yeah. in order to go track down you know what you think might be a lead it doesn't happen so you take the crummy R5 after you were so set on this IG-11 and just had a problem kind of drawing the conclusion so to speak
1: yeah, and I'm wondering kind of if it wasn't the IG 11 set him off to back to to most uh, most 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 Espa so that we could have that character, the mechanic character again in it. And oh, then she's amazing. Could, oh, she <laughs> cracks me up. Like, and the whole mention of Bunta Eve, like, dude, I was yeah. dying. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Because there's no like it's just fan service you know what i mean <laughs> like there's no reason for it to be boonty eve right now right like, other than to have it be boonty eve and tie it to to, Boon uh, to eve classic Menace. yeah <laughs> and like the weird like space race that was going on again it wasn't quite pod racing but big old fancies yeah it was great yeah gray
0: she's she's amazing <laughs> Oh, yeah, she's hilarious. Got to get parts from uh, the mid-rim two months. (laughs) (laughs) All right, get those parts back on there, paint them a different color so he doesn't know.
1: Yeah, so funny. (laughs) Well, and the way she just gets in, he's like, here, take this this R5 unit. He's great. Watch him. He sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, her goading Mando into the hot rod. Yeah, oh, it's freaking great, man. I love it she's hilarious hilarious well and then the one thing i didn't like is Pelly model so she has that like another piece of pure self promotion of uh, talking about boba fett and the huts are you here to take down yeah. the huts you here to take down boba fett <laughs> come on <laughs> what the hell so yeah it was funny but I, you know, I, I will say that I enjoyed the episode a lot. Like, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good callback to a lot of the things that we've seen from the animated series. I thought it was a good introduction of some new things. And I think it did move the overall storyline pretty well. Like I said, I, I hope that they stick with this pairing. I would love to see more of... uh. I'd love to see a team up, right? Like maybe this. Here comes the the Mythosaur, and maybe to take back the minds of Mandalore and make a statement. The Mandalore's back. We combine Death Watch with Bo Katan's group, and like a a very touchy, you know, loose truce that we can have. And like, I, I don't know. I just think that would be really cool because I and one of the reasons that I love this show in general is I think the Mandalorians. Except in Rebels and the Clone Wars never got the. They were always just kind of something that were whispered or it was, you know, it was Boba Fett and that was it. So I've always wanted to see more. So I love that.
0: That's fair. I mean, the style of the show is perfect for what they're trying to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't like. Really, really love this episode. Mm. But there wasn't anything that I was overly disappointed with. Sure. Either. Which is different from when we watched Boba Fett or even Andor. I had a lot of nitpicky things to say about those. But wow. uh, this one, not so much. Like, it's it's good for what they're doing. I just wonder if they're going to uh, ever maybe push the envelope. Or if they're mm. going to keep doing this kind of half a season's just pure side adventures um while you know we advance a little bit in the main story.
1: It's true. Yeah you never know with this with this one. Yeah I agree. Even when it's only candy it's Primo candy. <laughs> Always the salesperson. Always the mm-hmm. salesperson. Love it. Love it. I do enjoy kind of one last thing for me is like I enjoy seeing Grogu use the force. Like his old like hopping around like it's just funny like and i love when he's walking like because his little legs but then he like starts hopping around yeah it was great it was great um oh yeah one thing to add to that
0: i'm calling it now the next ride at star wars is going to be grogu skipping out on mando to go find Bo and a little pod thing where he's zipping and zooming it's going to be the next ride gonna rip out star
1: tours and put that in (laughs) that would be funny as hell (laughs) be funny as hell um oh yeah i did enjoy too like when they're walking when her and when bo katan and and grogu are walking through the mines or whatever and she's talking about you know i used to know a lot of jedi and was like i just love that they can throw those little things in there and they're not subtle but they're meant to be kind of like subtle, you know what I mean? Like just little hints of a bigger universe, but I did like, I just always enjoy that kind of, cause it just makes you want to go watch the animated series again. Cause I like those. But yeah, I mean, it was just a, it was an episode, but it was good. It was a like good action, decent stories, kind of funny.
0: Everything we expect and love in a Mandalorian episode.
1: Absolutely. Nothing came through on that gray. But I'll put your name up there anyway, because we like you. (laughs) Yeah. There it is. I don't know. That's one of the other things I love about this show. I don't know. There's a lot too much. There's not. No. There's really too
0: much to talk about. Yeah. Keep it short and simple, just like the episode. Although I was shocked. This episode is like 45 minutes. Yeah. didn't feel like that.
1: Mm Mm-mm. I was watching it, going "woof," because I literally finished it and then got on here because ah, I was, gotcha. yeah, I had a, had one of those days at work, so I was like, "Oh boy, I did not get to watch this earlier like I normally do." Um, so I was looking at it, going, uh, "I'm gonna be cutting it close." I didn't realize it was gonna be a <laughs> 43 minute episode. Yeah, a lot of time to go
0: through. Yeah,
1: it was good. All right, Alec, tell everybody where they can find us when they're not watching us
0: live, buddy. All right, my turn. Thank you for tuning in to our review of Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 2, where we finally get to see Mandalore. Hooray! And boy, at it a dump. I can see why nobody bothers to claim the planet. Could you imagine trying to get that place back up and running? Property values would never recover. That being said, Mando really needs to invest in some punch cards or something. The amount of times he floats around the galaxy in his haphazard pattern is ridiculous. That's a lot of parsecs to put on an N1 fighter in such a short amount of time. I hope he stays uh, put long enough to hear about his fighter's extended warranty. That seems useful. (laughs) With that being said, be sure to check out all our reviews on everything Mandalorian and even Star Wars related wherever you get your podcasts. Whether that be Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and let us know if our verdict matches with yours. Special thanks to our patron, Ginge Binge Appetite. I hope wherever you are, you are enjoying a spam smoothie. If you would like to be a larger part of the podcast, you can join us on Patreon, where you can lock access to behind the scenes content as well as vote on content releases. With that being said, I will send it back to the Clauses of Clout and the Sultan of Swat, JJ.
1: That's right. Oh, Gray makes a good point. As a Supernatural and X-Files fan, I'm used to half-fluff. Yeah, okay, can't argue with fair. that. That <laughs> Hey, that's most of the 90s television show MO right there. I think that's why, that's why this show has so much, because the guys making it grew up in that same era. So there you go. And I think you got her on that deal. <laughs> <laughs> got her laughing. Nice. All right, well. As always, we appreciate you listening to us, joining us live. Um, yeah, this that's true. palette cleanser. cleanser. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the pa- the smoothie, the Spam smoothie, smoothie palate cleanser. It keep that appetite at bay. Ah, double oh, entendre, baby. I'm, I'm writing that down. I love it. All right. Um, yeah. It was a fun episode to talk about we'll be here next week talking more mandalorian um thanks for joining us live thanks for listening to to us after the fact we appreciate you tuning in we'll catch you on the next one i feel like baby see the magic out